want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book release, book tour, book signings, all that thing, all those things I got going on. Um, and also, if you'd like to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so really excited to have Panaki Saha on the line today. Um, he is the CEO of Ansar Labs, and he is going to answer this golden question, which is what is the biggest challenge founders have to starting their own business? Um, but Panaki, I don't want you to do that yet. Um, just first, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate that you inviting me to it. Thank you. So I know you work with a lot of founders and launching startups. Um, we're going to get into all that, but I, I want to start out um, with a little with the uh, with the younger Panaki. How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, this is kind of interesting story, Adam. Uh, I am a nuclear physicist by training, far far away uh, from starting business. I was a theoretical guy, uh, very much into cosmology and the Carl Sagan stuff. Uh, but then uh, I was doing a lot of you know, numerical modeling in those days. I'm talking back in the day. And uh, when I kind of graduated from that, uh, because of my technology and modeling background, I was offered a position to become a consultant to help companies to come into e-commerce world back in the late 90s when the first dot-com boom was happening. So I opted into it, wanted to kind of uh, ride that venture and see how things kind of work out for me. And then I started traveling all around the country, helping businesses, mid-enterprises, large enterprises to bring their software technology stack and environment to e-commerce in the early days. And I was in Priceline, then I moved to Lockheed, then I moved to J.P. Morgan Chase. So I traveled that path and uh, started building my portfolio of helping companies, uh, building their uh, gateway to e-commerce and uh, software and the cloud and all that stuff. So that's how I got started. Wow, so you really started working with some really large companies, um, and you I didn't even know it was called e-commerce in the 90s, uh, <laughs> so that's great. It's been, I mean, gosh, it's, it's kind of crazy to think how, how, um, how fast time has, has flown and how fast things have progressed since then. Um, what are some trends that you've noticed just in the, in the industry overall in, in e-commerce, working with the type of founders that you work with? Yeah, so in the early days, uh, I was a corporate guy. So when I was helping as a consultant, um, helping companies to build their uh, first product to market and all those days, it was pretty naive, I would say. In some sense, the technology was juvenile from where we have come to in the last 20 years. And we used to do the things that you would not even that can be done. Like you think that this is automated now, right? In the cloud, the services zone services, web services, there are Microsoft, Google, all those things that we say, they were not that automated. Just to manually configure those, do that thing, or make things enabled by tons of other software. So things are a lot difficult at building, and we have to kind of discuss and on and hack it and then reiterate and try again and again. And so it was a learning curve. Uh, but we have graduated to a significant over the last 20 years, what you are seeing that I, uh, I can say that we have compressed close to 100 innovation into 20 years in digitized web. And that's what's exciting part of it. Now, when we are coming, we're able to accomplish things 
you know, 40, 50 years to accomplish and we're doing it in six months. So yes, we have come a long way, but I feel very optimistic and positive to another 10x going ahead. Wow, that's great. Um, let's, um, let's transition a little bit. I want to talk about um, your role and what you're, you're doing over at CEO of, as a CEO over at Ansar Labs. So who are your clients and how are you helping them? Yeah, so there's a backstory to that. So uh, just to give you a background, in 2010, I left uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, my corporate life, and decided to venture out and do things um, on in my own uh, kind of rules and uh, in a kind of what I want to do, my passion. So uh, Anshul Labs kind of originated from a need, a pain in the market, and that was back in 2010. If you remember, we had iPad 2, uh, iPhone 4S coming out, Steve Jobs all over the place, and we were talking about that how this mobility, the handset, will change people's lives, employees, when they go out in the outside their work environment, but they want to have access to the information, which is sitting back in the office, right? So we decided that, hey, that's a great category. If we go over there and build solutions and help corporations, mid-enterprises or startups to build applications that can be loaded on their phone so their employees can access that information real time, that's a great value proposition, right? So that's how Anshul Labs came to origination. I mean, like, that's how the company was born with that premise. And then we started developing and building new clientele and resources and got experience more and more into the cloud world and computing and, of course, e-commerce a part of that. And then some interesting and exciting things happened. Uh, actually, uh, Qualcomm uh, kind of approached me through a connection to help navigate some of their hardware with augmented reality, virtual reality, and iBeacons and IoT stuff. So we became a partner of theirs and started building uh, softwares and services around that. And then the company evolved into IoT, and then we moved into a different side of game development and 3D rendition. So there are a lot of things we touched upon, and, uh, and that's what Anshul Labs does today, uh, helping mid-enterprises, enterprises, and startups build their first MVP or the first proof of concept or even integrations into larger softwares. So what, what, um, I have to get back to that golden question that we posed in the beginning of the interview. So what is the biggest challenge you're finding with founders making and, and starting their business? Yeah, there are multiple, actually. It's some of them. Uh, what happens is that when we continue doing things, we get uh, very comfortable doing it, right? Because uh, the biggest handcuff they sometimes say is uh, cocaine and salary. So when you have either of that, you stay on with that. Um, so when we have a salary and a paycheck coming every day, uh, it mitigates a lot of risk. It gives you a certain degree of visibility in life. And you generally, you become very comfortable with that and you can't come out of it. So most of the founders I have seen, they evaluate risk in a different context when they have a salary coming into the bank every month. And that's why they are unable to take the risk because it's, of course, pretty nebulous out there. Uh, it's uncharted waters out there. So the mindset to decide and focus and take that jump, assuming that things will just work out, that's the biggest gap. And once a founder manages to kind of mitigate that gap, then they're able to move on and create new things. So that's the biggest challenge, I see. Mm, that's good. And so what, what do you think are some good ideas for people to kind of get over that challenge? Yeah, I, I would say that that's the salary, what I was talking about, that often uh, kind of uh, 
brings, keeps you back to where you are could be actually be leveraged as a positive thing. Because when you are yet to figure out that whether you will make the leap of faith to the full extent, mm-hmm. you can use that cash flow to experiment few things, uh, kind of a moonlighting. Basically, while you're doing a full-time job, and when you come back, you network with people, you go out, meet people, meet other startup founders who have already made that leap of faith, ask them how they are integrating and doing things with other people and networks. You grow that network yourself. You try to do some small things and prototyping, you call it, uh, with other people after the work, after work, and then in, during the weekends. And more and more you become comfortable and yourself you can see what others are doing successfully, then you make that leap, you make that jump. And that way you have a more, I would say, a higher degree of clarity about what will happen when you take that action. So that's a great way of kind of uh, pursuing it before you make that jump. No, that's great. Um, and so um, appreciate all those tips, all that info, and yourself, your company, your background. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, Panaki, or, or your company, and they, they just want more information about what you do, um, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a pretty much open book on LinkedIn. Uh, you can look me up, P as Peter, P-I-N-A-K-I, and Saha. As well as you can go to my company website, AnsharLabs.com, where you can drop an email from there too. Or my, you can just try my first name, Panaki, at AnsharLabs.com and drop an email. All right. Well, hey, Panaki, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and, uh, and sharing your tips. Um, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to head on over to Instagram. Ask Adam Torres to keep up with everything I'm doing. Love to connect with you there. Um, And as always, don't forget, head over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, if you'd like to become an author and click on Become an Author. Have a wonderful day, Panaki. Appreciate it.